Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and this week I got with me Mike. Oh, hello. I got Edward. Yo, what and up? I got Paolo. <sighs> you okay, man? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of everything. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's fair. Tired of everything. 2020 has been a long year, my friend. Well, it really has. Well, does anybody else remember that Kobe passed this year? That, that was, was January. That, that was this year. Uh, wow. That was, that that was, was this year. Wow. Oh, that, was that was February. That was this it year. It felt like it was like two years what is ago. Happening? Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on outside. It's making everybody else so tired. But let me tell you why I'm tired. Because I have been up binging Harley Quinn on DC's app. DC Universe? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Friend of the show, DC Universe. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned it enough. We should get them to sponsor us for freak's sake. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, uh, speaking of that, though, so uh, did you guys realize that HBO Max came out this uh, this week, right? Yes. Or was it last week? Oh, it was this week. It was this week or last week? It was a week. It was a week. It was within, <laughs> it was within the past two weeks. Again, time has no meaning here. <laughs> okay, guys. Time has no meaning. Time. The points don't matter. <laughs> uh, but needless to say, so apparently there is absolutely stuff that HBO Max does not have that DC Universe does have. Ooh. Um, apparently, Harley Quinn is one of them. Ooh. Needed to add that. I, I only mentioned that because I was um, I was perusing, you know, what what uh, what the website has. And I come to discover, you know, there's no Harley Quinn, no Stargirl. Um, yeah, they're going to be doing Doom Patrol. Um, but there's a lot of stuff like that you would have expected to be on there. That's not. Honestly, that shocks me about Harley Quinn not being on there because like, you know, back when big shows were still on television, if this was on TV, this would have been a huge hit amongst so even non-comic book fans, I feel. So, fun story. Uh, it actually is on TV. It's on the Sci-Fi Network currently. Oh. What? For the Sci-Fi Channel. Really? Oh. What, really? what time they, slot uh, did they give it? I have no idea. It's probably like 3 in the morning, and they probably change the time slot constantly and don't tell anybody. That's, that's disappointing. It's one of those. I actually have no idea. I'm just making a uh, Justice League Unlimited reference. <laughs> Listen, I don't think they're going to cancel Harley Quinn anytime soon. Uh, the second season that is currently on right now oh, is good. better than the first season. If I'm and honest, the first, and the season, first season is amazing. Was a surprise hit for me. Like it's one of those I wanted. I wanted to check it out, and when we finally did, I was like, "Oh wow, this blew my expectations out of the water." <laughs> and it only gets better. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly what happened. Um, I put it on thinking, okay. Maybe this will be fun. You know, uh, Alan, two ducks is in it. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I was like, Mr. Two, ducks Mr. Two, two ducks extraordinaire is in there. And I figured, oh, you know what? Let, let's give it a watch and see how it is. Just blew blew me out of the water. I'm sorry. I was just so surprised and, and pleasantly surprised so, how good it was. So let's start off with the synopsis. Um, the show begins basically with, uh, if I remember correctly, it starts off with uh, Joker doing his usual thing where uh, he's about to get caught and he throws Harley under the bus. 
Um, not literally <laughs> under the bus <laughs> at Batman. One of the, two, of the same two. thing. Well, I mean, you know, he, he is the unstoppable force, but <laughs> yeah, no, he, he is the corn muffin of superheroes. Yes. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no. So, so basically the show starts off with Harley Quinn breaking up with the Joker and she, what, what she immediately moves on poison Ivy, right? It's, um, is it an immediate move? Uh, I'd forget if it's immediate. Um, needless to say, like there's so much that happens in that <laughs> first season that I, I honestly can't even remember the way it starts. All I need to, know, all you need to know is it very much follows the storyline of of Harley getting away from the Joker, and it's a consistent, yeah, they, it's a consistent thing throughout this throughout the series, and really kind of establishing Harley as her own character to the point that they they were actually if if i remember correctly her whole goal at the beginning of that first season was to get into the legion of doom right 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 and to get invited into the legion of doom and joker pretty much cock blocking her the whole way <laughs> right yeah so like throughout the show she's trying to assemble her crew and she gets teamed up with dr psycho <laughs> who i never even heard of before this show honestly because he's yeah, he, if you he is, if you don't know who uh, Doctor Psycho is, um, don't worry. Neither does anybody else. <laughs> that man is. That man was not even a C-list villain. That man was somewhere in the D's or the E's. Wasn't he a Wonder he Woman was, villain? He was. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a uh, like like the best way to put it is he he's a man. Because like there's there's no light way to put like creepy mind rapist. <laughs> That's what he is. Yeah, I mean that is what he is. That is what he is, and then he, um, I mean, not to spoil what happens, but oh, how has, dare you? He has a very, very bad time on social media. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, his his social media just goes down the drain. Um, he goes from being a list uh, Wonder Woman villain to bottom of the barrel. Nobody wants to work with him. He gets kicked. Legion of Doom kicks him out. He uh, calls her a certain word, and uh, it was it was good. good. Oh, no, it was just funny, too, because Lex Luthor gets up on a pony and was like, yes, we do not like the image that Dr. Psycho <laughs> brings to the Legion of Doom. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but, uh, uh... Dr. Psycho gets canceled by his own... Right. <laughs> by, by the Legion of Doom. <laughs> uh, needless to say, that those two, amazing. Then the breakout, in my opinion, one of the breakouts of the show, because everyone's a breakout on this show, honestly, uh, King Shark... Oh, he's adorable. I love King Shark so fucking much. He's best boy on that show. He's such a good hacker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I forgot he took like IT. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, I've never, I'm not familiar with him having IT roles in any of the comics. (laughs) No. No, He's he's a giant shark. Yeah. He's a giant shark, man. He's a giant murder shark man. Like, oh my God. And and who's, who's afraid of mice? Yeah. Yeah, And who's afraid of mice? And and who was his VA again? Um, uh, I forget, man. But he's just amazing. And then Mr. Alan Tudux himself playing yet another role, a fantastic role as Clayface. Yep. Oh man, he's got one uh, role for each duck. <laughs> well, it's great too because he also played Joker, right? Yes, yes he does. He, yes, he does he, play Joker. Doing as his well. best. Uh... Oh wow! I just uh, Mark Hamill doing his best Mark Hamill impression. 
I mean, it's pretty good. I think so. I know it's good. I don't. I don't know. I feel like he he's embodying his own version of it. I don't think he's trying to do the Mark Hamill impression. Yeah, he never gets super low. He never gets growly. Mark Hamill has a tendency to do like that menacing growl. I've never heard. Yeah, he does the role justice to a character. It's very hard to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen plenty of bad jokers, or not as good jokers. Well, mm. also we've also we've also mentioned uh, in our in I, I'm pretty sure we mentioned in our Doom Patrol episode how great he is as Mister Nobody, uh, oh, and his so he is channeling his best Joker into Mister Nobody. Oh, 100%. which ironically enough, he is not channeling as the actual Joker. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, because that's the other funny thing about the show is that um, all the characters are like the most down to earth, realistic depictions of most of these DC people I can think of. It it, it feels like um, oh god, what was that show? Zoe Dashnell, don't touch the bee, don't trust the bee in apartment twenty three or whatever it is. Uh, that show is a lot of fun. Or like Kimmy Schmidt, like I, you, you get that kind of a vibe from this show. I mean, Kimmy Schmidt's pretty ridiculous with his characterization. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no. What I was, what I was gonna say is, 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 um, I forget where it is that I discussed this with somebody, but they say that the best stories are putting regular people in extraordinary situations or extraordinary people in regular situations. I feel or, like or, this uh, extraordinary people in ordinary situations. Right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yes. I feel like this show does a balancing act of both. Because the characters in and of themselves are extraordinary, but they act like regular people. And as a result, when they're in these extraordinary situations, they act like they're ordinary selves in those. And then on top of that, they're extraordinary people in very ordinary situations because a lot of the stuff that happens to them is regular stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I know it sounds like a very complicated analogy, but I feel that is why the show is as good as it is. Well, it walks that line. I mean, like, yeah, to that point, like the, um, and this is so funny to say this out loud, because if anybody's followed Batman long enough, you know how ridiculous this person is, is the whole uh, Kite Man Poison Ivy romance. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because, like, you know, the the show knows that how ridiculous Kite Man is, and Kite Man kind of knows how ridiculous he is. Kite Man, shot with Siraj, bro. And like, it, it's my fan. Like, man. it's so, it's so ridiculous that in later episodes, Kite Man, man gets into an argument with Condiment King. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Condiment King's his fucking nemesis. Yeah, yeah. He has beef with Con- like it, it's it's so silly, but like, but it's funny though because like you kind of start to relate to Kite Man. He, you know, you, you start to, you know, he's he's a, he's he's a bad guy, but he's he's not a bad guy. Oh, you're cheering one of those. for Kite Man. You're cheering for Kite Man at some parts of the show. Yeah, like, I don't I, think I am. No, am I wrong? No, you're Do you not, not wrong. Like I, don't I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I mean, he's kind of. I don't want to say I don't like him, but I'm like. Uh. So so okay. So to give everybody kind of a premise, we're all on like different parts of the show. <laughs> I, to, be fair, yeah. to be fair, okay. So I, fair. I myself oh. am currently like up to date. Like I watched the last episode that put out before this week's episode that comes out uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, as of the recording, that as of our recording. Um, and which I, episode was that with uh, that was the without getting too spoiler without getting too spoilerific? They go to Themyscira. Okay, I, I'm I'm where you are. Uh huh. 
Uh, that episode's fucking hysterical. Oh, that episode's fantastic. <laughs> Holy shit, that episode's so good. Them, uh, without a lot of spoilers, uh, them, like the, the um, premise of the episode, uh, Themyscira gets turned into a spa resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they're giant, and they're flying the invisible jet, and, and birds keep flying <laughs> into the it. Invis- they turn the invisible jet <laughs> into an airline. It's amazing. No, that's fantastic. No, and apparently the entire Themyscira, it, um, what's it called? The, the Themyscira uh, infrastructure for vehicles, everything's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the invisible golf cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, needless to say, that's fantastic. Um, so Ed's of Ed's caught up with me. I'm caught Matt, up. Matt, where are you up to? You're caught I'm, up as I'm well. I'm caught up. Yeah. Okay. So so hacker Ma- Mike is the only one who's not caught up to us. Yeah, I'm at like the end of season one. Um, which close. needless to say, needless to say, the end of season one is sets up an amazing premise for the beginning of season two. <laughs> um, also, stand out, might I add, Bane is by far one of my favorite characters. Oh, I as love well. Bane. Oh man, Bane. Bane, <laughs> Bane is a meme. Bane is. Yeah, like Bane. Bane in that show is literally the Bane voice. Like any any dumb thing you've ever said in the Bane voice. Wait, but, but here here's what confuses me though is that you know my the Banes that I'm used to is Batman the animated series Bane, Batman and Robin Bane, um, and then the Nolan trilogy Bane and best Bane best Bane is Nolan Bane. I was about to say, but um, it's only in the Nolan Bane. Do you hear him talking like this? That that's yep. literally that's literally just Bane that's in the, the character. Show. Yeah, but, that's but it. That's him in the show. Yeah. So so they brought back the Nolan Bane voice. That's the only other time I can think of where they have the <laughs> Nolan Bane voice. I mean, the only other time I've heard that voice is Deckard Kane from Diablo Two or Diablo in general. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like. It, it, it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's kind of damn it because if this sticks, Bane is stuck with that voice permanently now. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> totally okay sense. with that. It's fantastic. He's Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Santa Cruz is fucking Hispanic yeah. in the middle of the Caribbean. The prayer. I mean, the prayer. I mean, like no one escapes the prayer. I mean, I mean, in, I mean, in season two, Bane Town, they all had luchador masks on. So I mean, yeah, oh, yeah that's fantastic, Bane. <laughs> <laughs> we call it Brainton. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god! Uh, for see. as good as Bane is, too, you do get a bunch of. Uh, I think a cameo might be a strong word, but he he does pop up at least twice. Uh, Damian Wayne, at least in season oh one, god. Got on the floor crying what? like I was laughing so what hard. What a scam! <laughs> right? Like he looks like he's ten, but he's voiced by a five year old. Like it's it's incredible. It's incredible. No, and then it, I feel like that in of itself is a spoiler, but then the situation where they have him where they introduce him as Harley's nemesis. I was about to say, so we can we can do a little bit of a spoiler cast for, for season one here. Um yeah, the part of season one is is Harley trying to find a nemesis. Like she's trying to find a hero to Arch essentially, and uh she's trying to get Batman. Uh, I guess next best thing, Batman's son. <laughs> but she didn't even want that. No, she, she just showed up. Even... <laughs> and then the Wendy, the Wendy Williams parody that just randomly shows up, <laughs> right, to do interviews and stuff. I forgot about that. Oh my god, the show is great. Like it's and then King Shark smelling blood and just going completely fucking like feral shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. and we can't and we cannot not speak about Jim Gordon. Oh my God! Voice oh, by character voice by, for Jim Gordon. No, not only that, voiced by Mr. SBU himself, Chris Maloney. Oh, I, keep I forgot that. about that. That's great. Oh my God, he is so good. Because it is like the most 
burnt out, you know, on his like last leg, just, just Jim Gordon. Like, like, like he, he's, he's always either like got like a bottle of whiskey or coffee in his hand. He looks like he hasn't slept in like three days. Ed, Ed, do you, you watched happy, right? Yes. The show I've seen on most of season one okay. and it's great. Okay. It's a great show. We mm-hmm. should probably do, we'll probably do an episode on that eventually. I, um, I would love that. Actually, real quick, Mike uh, and Matt, have you guys seen, I've seen the whole season one? Yes. I, I haven't seen season two yet though. Yeah. I haven't seen any of season two yet. I've never even heard of it. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, it's uh, based on a Grant Morrison comic, uh, of it's, course. It's long, uh, uh, actually, really, really quick summary of that. Um, former cop has to go save his daughter and uh, he, gets help from her imaginary friend. Yes. Ah. That's oh, it's on Sci-Fi yes. Network. That's why I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's on Netflix now as well. Oh, it's on Netflix now as well, yeah. And it's got Chris Maloney and Patton Oswalt. Like, you can't yeah, well, lose. Which is what I was going to say yeah. is it, this is Chris Maloney channeling his best uh, dad from Happy <laughs> into Jim Gordon. <laughs> You're but, not wrong. But also but also still trying to keep his, uh, his SVU Stabler vibe going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much if Stabler was down on his luck and, and on his last legs. You mean Happy or Jim Gordon? Both. Both. <laughs> both of them. It's just both of them. Really is though. Uh, really is. Yeah, because it's because yeah, because like Jim Gordon throughout that show, you know, Batman does his usual thing. He appears on the roof and he's like, "Look, I just really need a friend to talk to." You know, the, my marriage isn't going well. I haven't slept in days. You know, the the city is going to hell. And then like he looks up and Batman disappears, like he does. <laughs> like and Batman's voiced by fucking. Uh, What's his name from the Drew Carey show? He's doing his Batman Brave and the Bold. It's this, yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's just Batman from the Brave and the Bold. <laughs> Whose name I can never pronounce. Uh, Dietrich, D- Dietrich Baldrick? Bader? Dietrich with a B or something like that. It's spelled mm. Bader. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like it was a pause for yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. yes. He was, okay. he was, Confirming. To, to give you a clue, he was also uh, Rex yeah, in Napoleon Bader. Dynamite. I forgot about that. Wait, who was he in Napoleon Dynamite? Rex. I Rex Wando. You think someone's going to sneak up me and dress like this? <laughs> Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Um, There's also an office space. Yep. He was in yes, office he space. Was. He was. <laughs> No man, people get their ass kicked for saying that. Oh man, but um, oh the the other cool VA that's in it is um, I always screw up his name, Phil Lamar because he's in it too. (laughs) Phil Lamar's in everything. No, uh, 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 Esposito. He was um, he was uh, Gus in uh, Breaking Bad. He's Lex Luthor. He is in this show. He is Lex Luthor. And he's really good Lex Luthor. Oh, hold on. No, also, time out. Also, the other person that we have forgotten, one of the most important characters, Mr. Cy Borgman. Guys, come on. Played by the infamous Jason Alexander himself. (laughs) Oh, he's wonderful. What what a great character. But but it wouldn't be so funny if it wasn't for the fact that the penguin is played by Wayne Knight. (laughs) Oh, it's even better. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Fucking Newman himself. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> like it's a veritable. Okay, the funny part is we we've we've talked over everyone who's playing like these major kind of random characters here. We've missed over the fact that that Kaylee Kuko, who from from Big Bang Theory, is playing Harley. Um, which I at first was like, ah, 
I feel about this. I think that this. was a general consensus. Yeah, I thought I I at first wanted to say I don't know if I like I this like, or I not. And then I watched the show and holy shit. She is fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, from the get-go, I thought she was great. Yeah, same. Oh, from the minute they, they announced her? No, no, just, just from the minute I watched the show. I, I didn't follow the casting or anything like that. I didn't want to I didn't want to go into the show with any preconceived notions, you know? Fair. Fair. Unless it's like Fair. an actor or actress I like I really don't like, which I really can't think of any. I don't know. I mean, uh I know uh, what's his name? JB Smooth plays one of uh, Poison Ivy's plants. See, so, you know, I'm not a huge JB Smooth fan, but man, is he good in this show? <laughs> he, he does his best uh, Frank Oz impersonation, I think, when he's doing that. Because that, that I, I really think that uh, Frank the Plant, I, th- I really think it's uh, uh, based off of the Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Getting that big vibes from that mm-hmm. first time I saw it. Big, big vibes from that. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they drew an ass on a plant is freaking hilarious. <laughs> I'll plant on an ass. You know, have to know where to look, man. Tell me. <laughs> tell me how they got Frankie Muniz to come out of retirement to play himself on the show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's retired. What is he doing? He's just got. They, they got Frankie Muniz and, um, and, uh, and uh, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. I love the. Uh, a, slight, a slight spoiler for season two. Uh, George Lopez. Oh, yes. <laughs> George Lopez is a 10 minute set in season two. <laughs> Not really that. Okay. You also get Michael Ironside to play Darkside at one point in season oh, two. That's that's good. Oh, that was that's good. good. Really good. Um, the girl from The Good Place, Jamila Jamil. She's a she's a villain in, in one of the episodes of season two. Like, oh, it she is. is. A, yeah, it is great. a huge. It is a huge, huge cast. Oh, of like Will Sasso. Will Sasso plays Maxi Zeus, which is also a standout, <laughs> might I add. I completely forgot he was even in this. That episode is amazing. Was oh, hilarious. crap. Oh, oh crap. Uh, the episode where Clayface loses his arm. His arm was, in fact, voiced by Tom Kenny. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. We should probably give that some context. Honestly? <laughs> no. I don't know. No, no, no. Clayface's, you know, Clayface's hand is played by SpongeBob, guys. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely, I definitely stand the hand for sure. It's, <laughs> but you know what though? I feel like this show is doing what DC I feel does better than I think what Marvel does, which it makes fun of the entire universe. They're all caricatures of who their characters are right they're exaggerate they're exaggerations of everything except to be honest with harley harley is harley is harley harley's harley and i i feel they do a really great job also humanizing ivy as well who she's breakout honestly um ivy is just amazing Play- brought more life to her than any of the comics have done recently uh there's more personality more character in, in in the writing for this that I just cannot even begin to describe. And to the point that um, I, I'm looking over the writing credits for this. Um, again, who huge who's who of the people who have gotten writing credits for this. Uh, Paul Dini is getting credits for 13 episodes. Bruce Tim is getting credit for 13 episodes. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's it, just because they're I think like, because it's creators. Their crea- I think it's because they're creators, but it is to say Fantastic writing. That's no, not Bill Finger. Hey. That, that's that's that, those are the Batman episodes where Batman shows up randomly for a couple minutes. And it's the, <laughs> but the those are good though. <laughs> really good episodes when Batman shows up. 
like what I think what works great about the show is that if the ent- if every episode of the show was from Batman's perspective, it would work as a Batman comic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. That's a little uh the, you it would be per- from the perspective of Batman. So a lot of things would be darker and you wouldn't see, you know, you know, Harley and Ivy getting up to their shenanigans, but like the overall plot elements of a Batman story are there. I love the running joke of Ivy's table constantly getting broken. I forgot oh, about yep. that. And TV. And her TV, yeah. TV, TV and the table just getting constantly broken. And like, that's what I'm talking about. These are like, these are super villains. This is a woman who can practically um, control the planet with her plants. And, <laughs> and she's just she's fucking just, pissed about a TV. Why are you and keep her... breaking my TV? <laughs> that's the seventh TV this week. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think I I figured out why I like I'm not huge on Kite Man and, and Ivy. Why? why? Uh, and I think this is the first time I'm ever going to use this word out loud in a sense. Do it. Uh, I think I think I ship Harley and uh, Ivy pretty hard. <laughs> I'll see myself. So out. so oh no, you're fi- you're fine. So you're just rejecting the relationship because you don't. You, that's not the one you see. Wait, are you caught? <laughs> but, are you caught up, Edward? Yes. Don't say anything, Matt. I wasn't gonna. See, my thing is this, and like I get where Ed's coming from with that, because I do also. But, but I have learned to believe in the love of Harley and Kite Man. <laughs> like that was not something I was about. <laughs> I was not about that until the end of season one. Are you telling me that the 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 stench of kite is strong in here? The stench of kite is very strong. Kite man. It's it's so funny though because kite man is such a dweeb in this show. He is though, and that's he's part a dweeb of the in the comics too. He's fucking kite. His man. power is kite. That's like <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my god! Just wait till you get to the second season and you meet his parents. Yeah. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That episode is great too. Right, just the show is great. Go watch it. Just watch the show. Oh, do it. All right. How about we go on a break and we'll we'll uh, go deeper on this. <sighs> Going in deep. All right. We'll be back. All right, and we are back. All right, so we just raved like lunatics for the last 30 minutes about how good the show is. Woo! Woo. I mean, it, it's true. It's it's Woo. it's it's worth Which, it. Which yeah. Honestly, I got to say it's kind of ironic when I think about it because Don't you think? <laughs> so, I hear it's like right on your wedding. <laughs> most of most of the characters that we've covered uh when we do this um are characters that have a long storied history. Um, going back into like the 60s, the 70s, and all these other, you know, uh, decades. Yeah, decades. Yeah, decades. Um, Harley got her start on the Batman animated TV show. Now, I, I, I'm, 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 you know, we 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 went into this kind of assuming that you everyone knows who the Harley character is, but th- there's just that slight kind of bit of conversation piece that has to go with that is the fact that. It's very surprising that a character that gained her popularity from the TV show into the comics went through a 
this huge renaissance within the comics as of recent years to try to separate her completely from the Joker and noting the fact that the relationship that she is in with the Joker is a severely abusive relationship. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Has gone to and found her voice pretty much with this TV show and recent comics getting away from the Joker and establishing herself as her own character. She's no yeah, longer 100%. she's no longer Joker's girlfriend. She's no longer and and they make mention of that in the show a lot where they they like oh you're just you're just Joker's girlfriend and it's like uh no I'm not. I'm getting away from all of that. And really just it, it, it I don't know. I thought I thought that was what one of the things that make the show as good as it is. It's also it it's it's really pushing the narrative of how abusive that relationship was and how abusive relationships are not something that you just walk away from mm. yeah. yeah that's actually a huge sticking point for season one it it, it kind of goes in a, in this weird sick cyclical way where she has to suffer through multiple traumas uh her friends go through it with her um it, it, and she goes back and it takes it unless she takes that step needed to get away from it and really recognize what she has to do to get away from it it doesn't just happen and and all of that is kind of an underlying part that you you see past the funny stuff that they also introduce in all of this um so and that's just one of those things that like i want to remember like this is a real situation that happens every day to people there are hundreds of women out there hundreds of men out there who are in these abusive relationships who just don't know how to get away from it who don't know how to escape from it and this show kind of helps to i don't know if you if you really look at it you could see it as a woman's story getting away from an abusive relationship in a fantastical kind of situation because obviously <laughs> you know, when you have when one of your one of your bet one of your best friends is a woman who can uh control plants and you have a walking pile of mud that can transform into anything uh clay uh, excuse you know, me. also an actor <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting he's an he's an actor, a thespian. <laughs> yeah, when when your crew consists of a giant shark man and a slime ball telepath guy. Yes, <laughs> slime ball telepath. And the worst part is like I can't even. I don't even understand. Like I don't even know how to like describe the other characters. Um, past just what we've already described them as. King Shark is just like. They, wholesome. Yeah, yeah. He they they took King Shark, who, if we're honest, in the comics is wasted, a, a useless character in the comics. He's literally just. How do you waste a, him? He's a giant monster shark. The only other time oh. you've seen him in any other media is as one of the Flash's villains on the live action Flash TV show. He um he was in uh oh he was in that suicide one squad suicide squad yes he was in one of those suicide uh, squad movies that they made the oh the animated ones? the animated ones yeah but I mean how memorable he's like was a that though yeah. Aquaman villain it's fine so, he's an Aquaman villain right yeah. to be, oh, okay to be to be fair when I saw the picture <laughs> of him in the uh, Flash television series I I saw the picture of that alone I'm like. Oh my god, they're doing a live action adaptation of Street Street Sharks? <laughs> Holy shit. Cause I was gonna Go I was on. gonna ask why Killer Croc gets all this like hype and he doesn't, but then you said Aquaman villain, so I get it. <laughs> and of course it answers. Yeah. <laughs> it just puts everything in a perspective. Yeah, I get it, I get it now. 
<laughs> King Shark seems like a bad. Oh, but, it's like he's like what makes him better than Killer Croc? And like they, they seem almost the same. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, all right. All right, you you get you get <laughs> King Shark's backstory in the second season of Harley Quinn. Oh, I can't wait! I'm excited because you need you do you somehow needed a backstory for King Shark and, and all of the things that have happened to him. I'll, I need to know why he's such a good hacker. I'll, I'll spoil it to you real quick, Mike. Such a good it's, yeah. it's done in song. Oh yes, please. Oh, so, oh yes. So it's like yes. an homage to the Brave and the Bold Aquaman musical episode. No, it's more of an homage to the Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect, perfect. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Yo, just that—that that was one of those I expected a musical number. I did not expect the subject matter. <laughs> yes. But yeah, no. But to, like to Paul's point, though, it's it's a reason I hate the beach and the ocean. <laughs> it's a reason I hate the beach. <laughs> Yeah, no, but like to Paula's point though, like it's it's it, I I think it's a great portrayal of of Harley Quinn. You know, again because like in in the uh, in the original animated show where she debuted, at best I remember up. Oh God, who, who's the fat cop that's always hanging around Jim? I always forget his name. Bullock, Harvey Bullock, Harvey Bullock. Bullock. I won't point. Like the most I've ever heard is like Bullock might say to Harley, "You know he's insane, right?" And he's abusing you at the end of an episode. I mean, you know no, he's no good for you. No, oh, Mister Jim. My favorite line interaction with harley and somebody is um is right after the the smiling boomerang ship crashes and joker is on it and batman's uh parachuting down with harley and she goes my pudding all sad because that happened and batman goes at this point he probably is yes (laughs) (laughs) oh man oh kevin conroy (laughs) (laughs) But no, that was that was one of my favorite interactions. But then, like those are the interactions, otherwise with her and Joker are just bad. In uh, bad. Yeah, in general, or like, just I want to be that's kind of yes. <laughs> I just wanted to confirm what he meant. That's all. Honestly, I've never seen a single healthy situation between Harley and the Joker. But Paulo, Ooh, all let's... those Facebook posts about you know this could be us and da, da, da. hashtag relationship goals, Paulo. Yeah, yeah. Paulo. Social media <sighs> trending. Yo, I I ship Joker and Batman for sure. They should just. I think they would stop being enemies. They just got it over with and fucked each other. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. We've covered that on other episodes. Okay, that's not for this episode. <laughs> All right, fine. Juster. <laughs> there's a there, oh, man. There's there was an interaction a while ago with um. Oh, I think it was the creeper and Joker, and I think Lex Luthor brings that up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know. I don't have much else to that except like like I think Luthor just kind of insinuates that he's like in love with Batman. Yeah. And they kind of just gloss over, it and that's it. Well, I mean, that was the whole the whole issue where um. Joker gets mad because he's not the best man for him and Catwoman's wedding. Yeah, he he, he thought he was his best friend. <laughs> Literally, like he, he he holds up a church and then Batman shows up and he they he did it just to have a conversation. It's like how how am I not your best friend? <laughs> um, but it's like well shit when you put it that way. But then he tries to kill. Then he tries to kill Selena. Let's not forget that. That's fair. That yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that's fair. That happened. I mean, he's Joker's still not. He's not good. Like yeah, <laughs> he's not a good person. He's, I mean, no, I, I don't. I don't believe he, he's, uh, you know, out there to try to help. <laughs> Who gave that away? 
He's always smiling. I don't know. I can't read this guy. Listen. <laughs> Yo, all he's trying to do is feed people and get a trademark on his fish. <laughs> Guys, come on. He's just trying to get a patent on the animatronic robot clowns. He's got hanging out with it him. It works on paper. It's a boat cap. It is known by my idea. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, no, Harley Quinn is so good. But and, and that's the other thing. They actually do bring that up. In the whole, like the obsession between Joker and Batman in the Harley Quinn TV series, yeah, it's like um, when Harley's trying to get Batman as her rival. Like, there's a lot of pushback from Joker. Oh yeah, Joker's not about that. <laughs> yeah. Like in the least, like he hates everything about that. Uh, Joker, Joker's constantly trying to like foil her because the, at one point she is doing better villainous things <laughs> <laughs> than he is. Brace yourself. I want to. I want to make a. I want to make an '80s synth pop, uh, synth Brit pop reference here. You could say it's a bizarre love triangle. No, because Batman doesn't love Harley. <laughs> <laughs> but, Har- but Batman. But, but Harley. But Harley wants Batman to be the nemesis. Joker wants Batman to be his nemesis. I think the only reason that Harley wanted Batman to be her nemesis is because she felt like that's how she could one up Joker. Which is the whole point of season one, to be quite honest with you, was her trying to piss him off. Again, a bizarre love triangle. (laughs) How bizarre. How bizarre. That's that's not 80s. That's that's 90s New Zealand pop. (laughs) (laughs) Look around. Gotham's exploded. (laughs) Is that not the lyrics of the song? No, you got it. Every time I look around. Nailed it. First try. It's a great, like I said, it's great, great show, great cast, uh, animations also on point. Um, every episode feels different. Is there a bad episode? I don't think I've had. I can say a single bad thing about any episode that I've seen so far. Yeah, they've all been flying for me. I've just been slowly watching them. I don't watch things quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're not so you're not like me who'll sit there and just like marathon everything that he watches. Yeah, you just binge the entire thing in a sitting, and like you you look outside, and it's dark. I, I need to I need to take breaks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why am I dizzy? Oh, I haven't eaten in three days. <laughs> yeah, I meant to just watch one episode. I wound up like watching like six. Yeah, yeah, I have to wait to watch them at this point now a weekly because I constantly am caught up to them now. It's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. This is why this is why binge television is bad. Because before you know it, you've got nothing left and your life feels empty afterwards. <laughs> You're like, what do I watch? What do I do? <laughs> That's fair. I, I just like taking my time because uh with binging it, I find like you forget the smaller details. Yeah. Very true. Like you get if you give yourself time to think, like I'm not gonna say it's better, because obviously, you know, people watch TV differently. Binge if you want. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> I, I like yeah, whatever. I, I don't fucking yeah, care. Yeah. But it's like I'll watch one or two episodes and then take a break. So because I'm like, oh, that's I don't want to forget the small details. I mean, that's what I'm currently doing with the show. I'm I'm really big into right now. Mm. Um, Money Heist. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of that yet. I have because you told I, me about it. <laughs> listen, I, will, yeah, I think I've heard you talk about I will it. But keep singing it. that show's praises. You guys all Do need it. to watch it. It's on it my is list. A, this is a Spanish drama. Um, about a heist money? and a bank. Okay. Not a bank. No, yeah, money, money. <laughs> you can say all right. You can say that. You can say that. They're they're breaking into the Spanish mint. Okay, is go. what they're doing. Yes, yes, they're breaking into the Spanish mint. But that's listen. That's beside the point. Get back to Harley. 
does break into banks. There was a bank breaking thing. There, there, there have been numerous. There was a heist. Yeah, there was a heist. Uh, season two. Also, season two does a really great job with Mr. Freeze. Oh, man. Oh, he's in two? He's in season he two? He is in season two. I forgot two. about that completely. That episode is absolutely fantastic also. Is he voiced by Arnold? Schwarzenegger? No, he is <laughs> No, but he does make ice puns. <laughs> yes, he makes a lot of ice puns. Uh, who did I, his voice this season? Because I remember I was like listening and I was like, this voice sounds familiar. Uh, Alfred Mon- Molina. Molina? Alfred Molina. Oh, no. They got Dr. Alfred Molina. Dr. Octopus oh, for yeah. Spider-Man. Yep. That's solid. <laughs> yeah, but don't don't spoil what happens with with Mister Freeze because it's no. Yeah, what I, his no, wife died. Did I get it? <laughs> I won't comment. Yeah, okay. His um, wife lived. Oh shit! I guess. Oh I, shit! Oh, I guess both things. Oh no. <laughs> so here, here's something that this show ends up doing, like, and, and it's it's something I find super refreshing. It leaves me questioning things like later in the season yeah. or like for la- for later seasons if we're getting more. Um, but the show pulls no punches and gives no fucks. Mm. That's absolutely it, true. It does what it wants and it's unapologetically mm-hmm. its own thing. Yeah. And it's better for it. Honestly, the fact that Bane runs a prison, which <laughs> isn't really a prison. It's, it's a rehabilitation, like, rehabilitation center. center with that fucking voice. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's no bars. Oh, like there's show. no bars, like, guys. There's yes, no bars. No prison. No, it's not a prison. It's just a pit. <laughs> Why aren't there any bars? No one escapes the prison. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Killer Croc. No Killer, Killer Croc finds his inner artist in there. God. Yeah. <laughs> Those fucking penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like. I'm, it's one of those I don't want to spoil too. Like I don't want to spoil too many gags, but he fucking starts crocheting and he's he's fucking crocheted these like these beanies and then like he's got two of them. He hands to Harley and Ivy, and one says "Gods," the other one says "Dead." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it Calendar Man's in there too? Isn't he? Or is that Victor Zaz? Right. No, Zaz is in there Zaz too. Zaz is in there too. They're all getting. They're all actually showing signs of of betterment. Oh yeah, he's actually doing a good job. <laughs> Bane's pit is actually, <laughs> but no one escapes the pit. I was trying to, I was trying to remember Calendar Man's gimmick. Then I remember they show him in Arkham, unable to remember his son's birthday. Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a veritable oh. who's who of like, like actual villains from Batman, and all of them are caricatures of like, and 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 and. and like these again, these extreme versions, comedic I versions love, of their characters. I absolutely love that um, uh, Doctor Psycho's got a thing for uh, Giganta. Or no, no, I'm sorry, he's or, married to her. He's got he's a married thing. to Giganta. Yeah. Yep. He's he. Or I should say he's got a thing for giants. <laughs> like that just kills me. That is great because he's three feet tall. <laughs> he's a little guy. <laughs> He'd be adorable if he wasn't so fucking. Yeah, small. He, he, he kind of like like the way his stature is, and just like how like sensory he's, he's kind of like a Stewie Griffin in a way. He's drawn like him, anyways. Yeah, he is. He's oh, definitely yeah. drawn he, he's like drawn him. like Stewie. Like, yeah. like I get that vibe from him. I, I get I that. I, yeah, I could say that, but it's not as stupid. Stu- yeah, because it's F- so much better. It's so much better. Oh yeah, not as Seth McFarlane. Oh, I mean, not that, as that, Seth MacFarlane. I was about to say that's <laughs> that's a low bar to pass these days. 
Mm. Well, I mean, the, I for no, go ahead. I forgot Family Guy existed. I think it's still it's. I think it's still getting new episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I know is Clayface. <laughs> Clayface is fantastic. Every role that he throws himself into. I'm sorry. Where when he decides that he is going to play Maxi Zeus's lost, long lost son. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps changing himself. <laughs> just based on the things that uh, that Maxi Zeus is saying. Just, yeah. That whole that whole episode is amazing. So good. It's so good. It's so good to the point that in season <laughs> two they actually make a um. Uh, what was it? The 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 joke about the the people who are complaining about like the feminist angles and the they pretty much just a joke on fanboys, but, like bad fanboys. Okay, but what was great about it though is that they released that episode. The one fanboy had a um, <laughs> the release. <of> Snyder <laughs> one T-shirt was released to Snyder Cut. The other one was uh, the Last Jedi is not canon. <laughs> They released that episode a month later. HBO Max announces the Snyder Cut. <laughs> it's funny because we had watched that episode over here um, like a day or two after that got announced. Oh, no. Uh, so, so, just, so, so just just seeing the dude with the hashtag release the Snyder Cut, I'm like, bro, they did it. <laughs> they did it. They did it. <laughs> All I know is that is that show is worth the subscription to to DC Universe, in my opinion, just for that show. Even though Doom Patrol is just as good, man. I'm oh, Doom Patrol's great, man. Yeah, yeah. Doom Patrol's so good. Um, if you haven't if you haven't listened to that episode and skipped over, you should go listen to that episode. We'll be it's live now. On about it now. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, indeed, whoa, whoa indeed. Whoa. Yeah, because I mean, like I've heard a lot of people complain about DC Universe. You know that it's like, oh well, you know, you have to be a big comic book fan specifically for DC to. to... No, you don't. Yeah, I mean, Harley Quinn is proof you don't. It's true. Harley Quinn is good for anybody, and I have I have had people watch it who are not comic book fans and really, really enjoy that show. Yeah, you right. you you just need a passing knowledge of anything Batman. Honestly, no. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, because well, I'm just saying in a sense where I mean it helps. Yeah, like so me like I'm like us being. I'm I'm, I'm, you know, into I'm it. talking like what if all you've seen is the Batman and Robin movie from '97? That's good enough. That you're <laughs> that's good. That's fair. You're good. <laughs> I, I'm, honestly, I feel like knowing too much may ruin it. Like because like Doctor Psycho is such what a gem, and and the, the shark is such a gem. Like they're all gems, and you go read their stories, and you're like, oh, they're way different. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Dr. Psycho's pretty on point. They just spin him differently. I've never read anything with Dr. Psycho in it. And I've been reading forever. So I should tell you right there what that goes. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. He, he like he he had a big part in um uh uh the Infinite Crisis era. Like after uh Wonder Woman killed Maxwell Lord. Did he? Mm. Yeah, he he was part of uh, Wonder Woman's trial. Oh, okay. I never read that. It, they, it was one of those like they they spun the story off. They did a thing in um, Manhunter at the time. Dude, I'm getting I'm getting into fucking like like C level heroes here. All I know is go watch Harley Quinn because every character so far has been better than some of the comics. 
It's good. I I want that Damian Wayne in in comics now, please. That's, like, that's I don't care about. It's the only voice I hear Damian Wayne in now. <laughs> yeah, that's like every time Damian Wayne shows up anywhere, all I hear is the five year old talking to me. You just hear fucking toddler voice. <laughs> I really I really cannot wait for this show to do a spin on Dick Grayson. <laughs> yeah, I'm right with that. Best ass in the business. It is. It is. Uh, and on that note, good night, everybody. Stay safe. Wash your Quit hands. breaking my television. Good night. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.